Sunday evening to you out there in listener land. This is Erica and Bob returning for episode two of Beyond the Red Waste. We're still thinking of changing the name. We are here this evening to be discussing uh, Game of Thrones episode three, which we thought was going to have a lot going on and did seem with that intro that it would be uh, throwing a lot of shit at us this week. Surprisingly, not too much, but I think we did get some... Interesting tidbits and snippets in there. We got blue balls. We did get blue balls. That is what we got. But we knew that was going to happen, though. Didn't we? I'm surprised it didn't happen with the start. I really thought that they were going to fuck with us and not start. Oh, and not give us Jon Snow until later in the episode? Yeah. I mean, I think they've kind of learned that you you can't do that. That's that's pretty weak. But as much as I wanted uh, Tower of Joy... I mean, we did get some, and mm-hmm. it's, I think, very important that they showed um, Bran seeing that his dad isn't maybe this mythical, always correct, glorious being because right. he lied about what happened there, at right. least during the fight. So, do you think the Reeds, or, well, what's her name? Mira? Mira. Mira, do you think she knows the truth? I don't know. I think we find that out in subsequent episodes. Because that could be... Did her father survive that? I mean, he didn't exactly look like... I thought he... I thought that was part of it, was that... He was one of the last people that was still around. Right, like he and uh, Eddard were the last two. We can call him Ned, it's all right. Yeah. We're tight with Sean Bean, man. We, we are. We're, we're, like, so tight. We are. Uh, in that fantasy universe that I just made up. <laughs> no, but I think... He to our 4th of July party. He totally should. It'd be a blasty blast. Let's Facebook him. We t- totally. Because, yeah. It's Sean Bean That's how we communicate me. with Sean Bean, it our close friend. Strikes me as the type of person that totally keeps up his Facebook page. <laughs> or even has one, to begin with. Um... No, but I, we knew that we weren't going to get the truth of Jon Snow's parentage just yet. Yeah, it, it's I do like you know that they kind of that they did push that story forward. Um, I think um, I am. And this is funny, and maybe this is just because of the brand storyline so far. I'm kind of frustrated. We don't know why he's there yet. Like at the end, the last thing we saw him. And tonight's episode was to do what? He was asking the man in the tree. Right. Why was I brought up? Why am I here? Right. And he just kind of looks at him. And I think he's fumbling around in his pocket for the map. He's looking for the map to Luke Skywalker. Yes. Um, Well, he tells him to learn, right? Right. To learn. To learn what? I don't know. I think it's kind of a... I mean, I think that it could be that it's all just tying back in with it's Jon Snow. He's the prince that was promised, which got dropped this episode by the Red Woman. I'm just going to call her that because it's what? Melisandre. Melisandre. There you go. I'm horrible and from Chicago, and I don't say words right. <laughs> I don't say words good. Um, 
He looks very comfortable over there. He does. Um, I lost my train of thought. Yes, he got dropped that he was the prince that was promised. Right. Which I believe is another thing that Danny sees in her visions in the House of the Undying. Isn't it? She sees her brother Rhaegar. Yeah. So it's all kind of tying in. So I think it's let's learn who Jon Snow's true parents are so that he has a claim to the throne. I mean, he right. might be illegitimate. We don't even know if he's illegitimate. They could have gotten married because Elia Martell was murdered, correct? Right. So at some point after that, those two could have gotten married, however quickly, and legitimizing Mr. Jon Snow. And if Jon Snow is legitimate, I think that would kind of push Danny out altogether. It could, or you do the whole creepy Targaryen thing that they do, and... I don't think Jon would do that. I don't think he would either, but still. And if you're the undead and you don't give a fuck, you know... Well, I don't even know that he would want to... Rule. Rule. Right. Right. He may just, you know, I've conquered, we've unified everything, we've defeated the White Walkers, I'm out, I'm done. Um... I mean, the episode kind of, it starts with this and then it ends with it, but for the sake of our conversation, we'll just jump there. Sure. Um, so, I mean, the end of the, ep- the, end of the episode is uh, Jon Snow uh, executing the four men who stabbed him. Well, three men and boy. Who's three men and boy. Who betrayed him. Who betrayed him. Um, which uh, I thought Sir Alistair's words were pretty... Great. Well, I really like that it's like, no, I did what I believed was right, and I stand by that. And if I have to die for what I believed in, so be it. Right. That's just the way it's got to be. Yep. I live for the watch, I'm going to die for the watch in the way that I believe that it should be run. So. Um, but I liked, uh, oh, now I get to rest. You got to keep doing this shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. I'm out, man. I've been doing this for such a long-ass time. So then... Uh, John Snow executes him, and then he just walks out. Well, he gives... I forget his name. Person number two. His friend. He gives one of his friends... His cloak. His cloak, and he's like, my watch has ended. Deuces. Which is pretty much what we thought was going to happen. Right. We figured because... What do they say? You're... Um, you take the black, and it applies until you die. Well, John Snow has died came back but he did actually die everybody's like yes he did die and whatever right so he's just like no i'm done right so uh i mean this of course sets up you know Jon snow heading south the battle of the bastards which we also saw some pieces kind of move into place with uh house umber and i believe it's the great john sure maybe i'm not sure on that but it's house umber um just showing us just how fucked Rick and Stark is. Oh God, that so was fucked. Great. Well, in the preview last week, we talked about you know who that could be. Who the Rick on, could Rick be. on was one of. We all knew it wasn't gonna be Sansa. No. I saw someone uh, actually. Eric texted me earlier saying maybe it's Theon comes back, but then we saw in the preview for next episode right. he actually does go back to Pike for some reason. I mean, I guess he wants to be with his family. I don't know. I don't know. Can someone just murder him? Poor Theon. And just put him out of his right? misery? Just, like, like, huck him off the bridge. Like, just, it's okay. It's all right. He'll be okay. 
Um, that's a storyline I just don't understand at all. But King's Moot. King's Moot. <laughs> it is a fun word to say, Bob. Um, but no, yeah, and another one of the dire wolves we saw is dead. Yep. Poor uh, Shaggy Dog. We hardly knew ye. <laughs> but yes, so uh, if most of you probably remember at the end of season three, Rickon and Osha were heading up for uh, to go to House Umber because they were still loyal to the Starks, they thought at least, for uh, protection. And House Umber is like, yeah, fuck that noise. Which is pretty much how they speak. Basically, um, yes. As this episode yes. was... Yes, he's like, I'm not kneeling, I'm not offering fealty, I have a gift here. Your, your father was a cunt, was yeah, a was great... great. And I, I feel like Game of Thrones knows how to use that word. They It's very precision strikes right. with their use of cunt. <laughs> and it's kind of glorious. <laughs> It's like, yeah, there you go. Good and one. it's always directed at men. It's never directed at a woman. Well, I think we do enough to the poor women on this fucking sure. show. So, um, Shockingly, we did not see Daenerys' tits. Or did we? I might just become no, numb. No. She... <laughs> that was genuinely shocking. Um, the actress's name, who I'm now blanking on, even though I know Amelia it. Amelia Clark. Amelia Clark. Um, she said, I'm not doing that. Oh, did she finally say? She said, I'm not, you know. Um, yeah. Because I've seen her on the late night circuit a couple times being like, yeah, we don't see nearly enough of the guys as we do the girls in yeah. regards to the show. Good for her. I feel like we've, yeah, we saw her naked at the end of the first season, didn't we? And she's just like, no more? It was, uh, I think we've seen her naked since, but not I'm saying with this recently. season. She's been like. Yeah, yeah, she no. basically said no. No more gratuitous nudity. Yeah, in if it doesn't really serve a purpose. Right, what's the fucking point? Right. Good for her. Um, That's awesome. So, uh, I, I guess she made some enemies in that, because um, their view was, well, you signed on for this. Um, yeah, but, but if it's going to be serving the story, fine. Right. But if it's just gratuitous fucking nudity, go fuck yourself. So, um, maybe that's why her shit is always so boring. Well, her shit is boring. I mean, and tonight I mean, was I another. Th- yeah, I mean, you're moving the story forward. Fine. She's with the what are they called? The Dos, Caladine uh, or something. Something like that. Something. We're butchering the shit out of that. But she's back with all the former Khaleesi's, right. and I think we see next episode that Jorah and uh, Dario are going to come in. Yeah. And. Saber. And I'm pretty sure we'll see some dragon action in that episode as well. I don't know if we'll actually see action in the next episode or if it's going to set up um, episode five. What do you mean? Uh, dragon action? Or just the, the rescue. No, I think they showed some, like, and uh, who knows, it's just the 30-second preview, but... And it, I, I don't know. We'll see. But, I mean, I, I really don't care. Beyond season one, which I thought was, like, really great uh, for Danny, I just don't... I can't be bothered. No. Um, however, Varys proved once again to be one of the most interesting characters on the show. Yes, I liked that a lot. Very much just like, hey, you know, I'm not trying to fuck your shit, but I need to know this and instead of threatening you and, like, killing you, I'm just gonna send you on to a better life. If you tell me what I need to know. If not, you're kind of fucked, but 
it's that whole, oh, we came into the police station, they know you were talking to me, so you're either going to go back out there, hope they think that you didn't say anything to me, or are you going to come into witness protection, and I'll get you out of here, and you'll be all right. Right. And that, that was a, that was, I thought that was a really good scene. It was. I thought that was probably the best scene of the night. I mean, I, certain things were said in other scenes that I would argue are better, but... What do you think? Get hype, Bob. We'll talk about it in a minute. Oh. <laughs> no, but it was a really, really good scene. And I really like when we get to see how Varys works, you know? Also, well, if we're talking about Varys and, uh, you know, him being the former master of whispers and his little birds. When they showed, uh, what's his name, Kyburn with those kids, I thought something horrific was going to happen to those children. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, all of that shit is poisoned. You are all going to die. <laughs> uh, yeah, th- th- I was thinking the same thing. I was like, it's, these oh, like kids- really? Are we gonna do this Game of Thrones? Really? Let's not. Can we not? Maybe. Eh. Well, what I want it to be is that all of the little birds that Clyburn is training turn out to just be Varys birds. That would actually be hilarious if they were. You know, I want Varys to just. Varys is like. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> and it's also a scene where, um, toward the end of it, Cersei, Jamie, and uh, Sir Robert Strong come down, and all the kids get terrified of Strong and run away. And they name-check him as Gregor. And yep. I don't think they've done that yet. No, that was the first time they've done that. Now, they also say that Cersei is going to have to still stand trial with the Seven, and they bring up trial by combat. And we've already established that Gregor is there, and that's going to be her champion. I'm just saying, Bob, get hype. Get hype. Do I have to stay hype? No, you just have to get there. Okay. Just get there. Just get there once. You don't have to stay. Staying is exhausting. Yes, it is. Very, very exhausting. We just have to get there. Um, so, you know, that, that set that up, um... And that led into the scene with the small council. Um, which Where we get the Queen of Thorns again, who is a Queen delight. Of- also on my fantasy team. <laughs> um, she had a pretty good line, too. Oh, what was it? It was about confusing uh, familial relations. Oh, yeah. That was a good dig. Very directed at the Lannisters, because it's Cersei and Jamie standing there with... Uh, Sir Gregor, you know, it's just like, yeah, you, you, we all know you're fucking each other at this point, so. Right. Whatevs. Uh, they, yeah, so that was, nothing happened in that scene. It was just nice to see, oh, hey, Pycelle's but, still around. Right, you're. Uh, Marjorie, that's her father, right? Yes. Master of coin, I believe. Right. The lesser. Uh, Lannister. The Lannister uncle. Is the hand. Right. Um, yeah, and. The, the, you know, they're basically disregarding Cersei. And well, because she doesn't hold any sway. No. Because she's effectively nobody. She's the queen mother, but that doesn't afford her a spot on the council. No. And, uh, yeah, they just walk away. <laughs> right. Though she is on the on the tipping point. Oh, she's just going to... It's going to be the trial. And... Well, and honestly, if... Things go the way I think they're going to go with that trial. That's when the shit's really going to get nuts. Because I don't think she wins that trial by combat. 
No. Just because the, the nature of the way I think the story is going to go. And I think if that happens, Jamie's going to either be like, all right, I'm going to, we're fighting to keep all this, like, safe, or he might just walk away. So, I, both options are really interesting. Exactly. I, in, uh, you know, in, I feel like what it, whichever way they go, I'm going to be like, oh, I wonder what it would have been like if they went the other way. <laughs> Well, and we can get into why I think it's going to go the one way, because we check in with Aria. Mm-hmm. She's back in the House of Black and White, correct? Mm-hmm. And she's furthering her training. She doesn't have to live on the street anymore. Right. And a very interesting, I thought it was a very well-done sequence. They show her, she's still training, they're talking about uh, who Aria Stark was. I don't know if they're just trying to get information from her, if that's part of it, or if they want to know like shit from her past so they can kind of use it against her at some point. I'm not really sure. I I don't know how don't they would know. because everybody's fucking dead for the most part. I I get the strong impression that um the the faceless men would not be are not ones for blackmail black and all male. that shit. Like I think they're just trying to extract it from her so it's like out of her, she's talking yeah, and, about it in the third person, so it's not right. I, yeah, I think it's just part of training because I, I think if she ever got to a point where she knew too much and like, but she was gonna leave, mm-hmm. they would just kill her. Right. You know. Fair. Um, fair. Fair point. And we see her finally uh, kind of get the combat, right. the blind combat, much mm-hmm. to the chagrin of the other chick. That was pretty great. It was really awesome. But the biggest thing in this scene, not only does she get her sight back, which was pretty rad, mm-hmm. but they uh, are talking about her list, and uh, they specifically call out the Hound. Was it like, tell me about the Hound? And she's like, oh, we, he's dead, and they hit her. She's like, we left him for dead. So we specifically called out that he was not dead when we left him. And I think that's going to be big, because if we're going... If we're on that hype train and we're riding it toward the Clegane Bowl, I just don't see how that's not... Yeah, that's that's the destination. I don't think you spend the time to call that out to remind people of the Hound if he's not actually still alive. I agree. So? Um, and being one of the... The greatest characters on the show. Definitely. I mean, he's worth bringing back. Oh, for sure. So. Thoroughly enjoyable. And you want to see him get his comeuppance against his douchebag brother. Yes. Even though his brother is already dead. He's the walking dead, so. Well, they never established that he actually died. Yeah, but he's got that really rotten. Uh, I guess that's fair. That is a fair point. They didn't establish that he actually died. And we saw tonight that he does... He does understand. have some, yeah, he yeah. has some understanding. Right. So, uh, so where does that leave us? Uh, we didn't talk about Tommen uh, getting some quality time in with the High Sparrow. Oh, uh, that's true. And you're getting that kind of dogma starting to, because you could see it's making sense to him. So I think that the teachings from the High Sparrow, he's going to start listening to him a little more. So, you know, he might be like, hey, you know, Mom, you know, you do have to do this. Like, he tried to assert himself, but I didn't work but out But he's so a stupid... Right, he's a, he's a child. Exactly. <laughs> Who's 
totally going to die at some point. Oh, he's going to die so, so dead. hard. So dead. Do you think Jamie kills him? The I, Kingslayer times two. I seriously think it's going to be Cersei. I think so, too. I think it's going to be her in an attempt to spare him a worse death. That's what I think is going to happen to him. I don't know if it's going to happen this season, but... I would imagine we're going to get the trial this season, though. We'll probably get the trial this season. So. That'll be interesting. Because uh, yeah. it said that she would outlive all of her children, right? Yes. Okay. So, yeah. Now, if she, have we learned the stakes of the trial? What happens if she, if she's found guilty? If she's found guilty, then the faith militant will sentence her. We don't know what the sentence is, though. So she no. could not die. Could be something else. Could be. Uh, they but don't strike me as the type that would just kill her. I think, though, that whether or not there's a chance that, you know, there would be a punishment besides death, mm-hmm. at Cersei's such a stupid person, uh, that she's not stupid. Yes, she she's more ruled by her emotions than reason. Because I think she can be very calculating. She just she wants. I don't know. Maybe maybe this is just my take from reading the books. Like, and maybe it comes off more this way. I mean, she definitely is not an intelligent person. I think she's gotten away with being able to do so much. Because she was sitting behind her father. That's true. And now that he's gone. Can she, you know, like she hasn't. Oh, we need to pour one out for Tywin. I miss right? Tywin. Ugh. Oh, Tywin. Mm. Mm. That scene in the first um, season where he's skinning the stag. That's still one of the best scenes of the series. I, I am so sad he's off the show. We can always watch him on that Top Gear episode. That's though. true. Or do you watch? No. <laughs> <coughs> Clarkson's a big fan, though, which I was a, got a kick out of. Um, but no, I think that uh, another the other interesting thing is we did touch on Rickon um, briefly, but you see some of those houses in the north are coming together to form an alliance against Jon Snow and mm-hmm. his wildling army. Yeah. It's... Well, none of the houses trust the wildlings. They're, they're looking at it and they're like, what the hell's going on? I think there's going to come a point, though, the White Walkers are going to attack south of the Wall at some point. Yes. And that's the point that's going to be like, we made it like this. But if we're going to survive, and that might not happen this season. That might happen next season. I really hope it happens this season, though. Well, I think we're building up to the big Battle of the Bastards, which I believe Jon Snow will win because the Stark's got to start getting some wins here. And, um, yeah, once that's settled and the Starks reclaim the North, that's when it's going to be, we need to unite against this, this threat. Mm-hmm. I didn't bring them down just, you know... Just be for shits and giggles. There's a reason I brought the wildlings south of the wall. If nothing else, it would. I, what might make a lot of sense 
is if the White Walkers introduced themselves south of the wall Mm -hmm. during that battle. And that's what turns the armies to work together. I think Ramsay's got to die, though. Oh, Ramsay's going to die. He has to die horribly. And I think Jon Snow has to kill him. I think he will. Yeah. I think Rickon's getting murdered probably at the beginning of that battle. Yeah. Or, you know, somewhere close to it to be like, hey, yeah, I killed your brother. Mm-hmm. What of it? <clears throat> but yeah, that's what I think we're kind of moving toward this season. Right. Is this battle of the bastards. Yeah. Though neither of them are really bastards anymore. Because I believe Rob legitimized John, right? Did he? I thought he did. I could be, like, misremembering. It may have been something they were talking... I don't know. I mean, it's also a matter of... Does anybody recognize that? Because you could say Rob was a false king. He just kind of declared himself king in the north. Well, I recognize him as the king in the north, but... Well, either way, it's... You know, you can say whatever you want. Well, right, exactly. It's who... Kind of you know, it. you could go find God and get baptized again and be a virgin, quote unquote. But that doesn't mean it. What? You know about this, right? Don't what? People will go like, like born agains and whatnot. Like they'll go be baptized and they'll be virgins again. Does their hymen grow back? No. Then you're not a virgin anymore, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> That's fine. It's not a big deal. I want to be a virgin again. No. Why? I don't know. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> <coughs> God, people are terrible. I apologize if there's any born-again Christians in the audience, but you're terrible. You're <laughs> facts are facts, guys. And unfortunately, you know, some things just can't be undone. Um... What else do we have here? I don't know when we get to see that final part of the Tower of Joy. Because I don't know that we check in with Bran next uh, episode. No, I don't think so either. Uh, which is a shame because uh, I want to know the answer to that. Well, I think we all <laughs> we already know the answer to that. It's just a matter of getting it confirmed. Right. Would you agree? I mean, it's it's fairly obvious. I mean, we're calling him the prince that was promised. Right. That's it's used not, in regards to Rygar's offspring. Yeah, I mean, Martin's storytelling skill, uh, or, or where he gets you is in just killing off random people. It's not in having overly intricate or surprising... Um, overall plot twist. Which is really fine. Right. Because the thing is, and this is something that certain people who work at Titan Tower and Stanford could probably learn from a little bit. Yeah. Titan Tower? I'm going to bring up wrestling every time we talk about other stuff. That's just the way I roll. That's what it's called. It's called Titan Tower. Um, You okay there? Stop it. Is it really called Titan Tower? Yeah. That's what it's named. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Titan Tower. Mm-hmm. It's not like we're compensating for anything, Bob. Like a little tiny micro penis, like shrunk with uh, years and years and years of steroid abuse. No. Most 70 year old men don't look like that, Bob. Stop. 
Stop it. You can't be that jacked without some assistance. Allegedly. Um, oh, we just like went right off the rails there. Oh, yes. Simplicity in storytelling is not a bad thing. No, it's not. If you're building towards something and then you suddenly jerk toward the left and the thing that it looked like you were heading for, I mean, if you want to twist sometimes, that's fine. As long mm-hmm. as it makes sense. Right. But if you're chugging toward a conclusion that's going to satisfy your viewership or readership, I think it's usually a good idea to just go ahead and, not all the time, but, yeah, if you've laid out all these pieces that kind of point to a certain place, but then you realize that, oh, maybe I wasn't vague enough, mm-hmm. so you're just going to jerk to the left randomly? I mean, fine. Do what you want. It's your story. But I think that's kind of cheap. I agree. I think you better have a... If you're going to do that, you better have a really good story and a really good finish. It may it has to be something that's going to be even better than what people thought we were building towards. Right. And if you just kind of go... Interesting. I think Kevin Smith talked about in uh, the commentary for Red State, which was one of the worst movies ever. Well, because here's the thing, Bob. Don't say your movie's a horror movie when your movie's not a horror movie. Okay? <laughs> for one, he talked about in his when he was make, writing it, he said, you know, I just wanted to do an experiment where, uh, you know, I'd write along for a bit and then... I'd think about what's the most logical thing to happen next, and I would do the complete opposite. And that's how he <coughs> kind of wrote that story, and we saw how that turned out. And you know what? That's fine if you want to do things like that. But if it doesn't make narrative sense... Well, if you go back, like, I think it's an interesting thought experiment. And also, let's not fucking call it a horror movie. Kev? Hmm? How's that? <clears throat> Make more Jay and Silent Bob, please. No, no. I think we're good with that, too. So, I was just looking to see the titles of the next episodes. And the next one is Book of the Stranger. And the uh, description is Tyrion strikes a deal. Jorah and Dario undertake a difficult task. Jamie and Cersei try to improve their situation. So, now after that is the door. And the description for that is Tyrion seeks a strange ally. Bran learns a great deal. Boom. So that would be episode five? That's episode five. Okay, it's mid season. Okay, Brienne goes on a mission, and Arya is given a chance to prove herself. So, I think the door is probably when... I have a feeling that that episode will be... A lot's going to happen. You think that's going to be kind of the point in the season where we finally we get over the hump and it's just sprinting toward the yeah, end. Yeah, I think, I think this episode and the next episode are probably... Still a little bit of table setting. I mean, you're getting stuff done. Stuff is happening. Yeah. But... <clears throat> right. So, like, you're, you're, you're setting some pieces, you're getting them ready, and then episode five, you're gonna... We're gonna hit the ground running, and it's a sprint all the way to the ending. Right. 
Right. Uh, and I'm really curious to see what they do with Arya. Me too, because she's like the only one that they're not really... Everybody else is kind of like, they're starting to come together. We're drawing all the characters to a point where they are going to start interacting. And yeah, Arya is just kind of... Out there. And Bravos doing her thing, and it's like, okay, so when does she... I, I still think that at some point she's going to meet up with Tyrion and company. I would agree. In some way. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know how much longer they stay at Marine. I can't imagine it's that much longer. I mean, I want to know what's the message that Tyrion wants to send to the three cities. Mm-hmm. Um, which was a very awkward scene, but thank God for Peter Dinklage. I kind of liked it because he's had a, he has a way of charming everybody, but these two people, Grey Worm and, I'm not even going to try to say her name. I get, um, She's on my fantasy team, but it's Miss... Miss Andre. Miss Andre? Okay, we'll go with that. They're both, they were both slaves. They don't have the same kind of background. It's just kind of fun what the fuck is fun so him trying to like interact and have like a conversation with them i kind of really appreciate it because it's showing that he is really out of his depth there because he doesn't know the customs and the language and all that of those free cities right that's the free cities what are they called or the cities in slavers bay right which i like because it's like okay he's not necessarily infallible it isn't no all be all i mean he did have another great line or what was it history is uh captured in uh conversation and they're like who the hell said that and he's like i did just Just now now. but no i like seeing characters kind of that are always seem to have a handle on things suddenly out of their hit a wall exactly yeah yeah so obviously i i just i don't care about what's going over there, and I want them to start heading toward Westeros. I care about what's going over there insofar as much as it relates to weather. Wow, insofar as much as it relates. That was a journey. (laughs) That was a sentence journey right there. Sorry, I've knocked you off your train of thought. Go ahead. Well, it was a long train. It was. A very long train. <laughs> I don't even want to write that out. <laughs> no. Uh, no, I, I only care about it as it pertains to whether or not Daenerys is a credible heir to the throne. Mm-hmm. You know, and if she can't get things working over there, I don't think she is. Because if she can't rule there, right. why could she rule in what, Westeros? What's to say she could rule in Westeros? Right. Well, and I believe that they're going to end up... Excuse me. <clears throat> they're going to end up saving her next episode. And so she's going to be making her way back to Marine. And I do think we're going to get uh, Drago, or Drogon, whatever the hell the dragon's Drogon. name is. Yeah, there you go. Is going to fly in and we're going to lay waste to uh, Vastothrak. Because it's like, it's at some point, you know, these dragons, I understand that they're like wild, untamable beasts. But, I mean, don't they give a shit? You know? 
I really get the sense that the dragons just don't give a fuck about Daenerys. Right. You know? It just was like, eh, whatever. You're right. <laughs> sure. And I think there has to come a point where they, they do start to give a shit. Because it sounded like at least... Um, like you go back and you read in uh, the world of ice and fire about the period, uh, the dance of the dragons, the war for succession that happened. I don't know how long before that is a face. How long this um, a timeline or a time period that is? But it seemed like there's some relationship with the dragons. You know, it kind right. of. And I'm not really getting that with. Danny, and I don't know if it's just because they don't show her interacting with them that much, which I understand it's expensive to show the dragons. That's a lot of CG, but don't they have to start giving a shit at just some do point? Shadows, then. <laughs> well, right, do something because I mean he did fly in them... and save her from. I mean, but did he? Like, what? I don't really know. So, I uh... I need something more there. Well, and I thought you saw something interesting in Danny. Tonight in that, uh, ooh, excuse me. Um, she was like, when they were fucking with her in the, the room, she's like, I'll take your heads. I was like, oh, that doesn't sound like a benevolent queen. No. I don't, I don't think she, I don't think that's what she's going for, though. Is she going for a benevolent queen? I think she's always been able to get by with the bluster and the I am a Daenerys Stormborn and all that shit. Right. It's like, uh, <coughs> no, we don't care. We don't give a shit. At all. So, we're I mean, Dothraki. Right. No shits were given. At all. So, great. Wonderful. Right. And I mean, maybe that's why they're putting her there. She needs to learn a little humility. Maybe. I, I really don't know. Because to me, each thing that she's going through is another step in her learning how to be a competent ruler. And I think we talked about it last week. That makes more sense in the book because she's, what, 14 years right. old? And here, she looks like she's 30. So it's like, stop being stupid and get your head on straight. Right. Which she's not doing. She's not. Not at all. So I, now, I do wonder if they went back and they got the same actress to be one of those former Khaleesi's. Because one of them said they were there during the heart-eating ceremony. Remember? Right. So I, I'm curious if they got the same actress to come back. Like, hey, you're not doing anything. Sorry, we're getting blowed up here. Jesus Christ. <clears throat> so, yeah, not just a curiosity. Like, you mm -hmm. look a little familiar. Yeah, could you? A little familiar. So, mm -hmm. I'll be interested to see what ends up happening with that. And I think we're going to get just a check-in next week. Or maybe more than a check-in, because like I said, I think that they might actually be saving her from... Right. Now, here's a question. If it yeah. is a different actress... Mm -hmm. Does the old actress then show up as a villain in the next Deadpool movie? Was Ajax formerly in Game of Thrones? He was the original Dario. Was he? Yes. I didn't recognize him. Yes. Well, we can only hope then. <laughs> <laughs> 
Let's get a Deadpool cameo in Game of Thrones. Can we do that? Yes. Like, just edit him in, like, oh. walking in, like, the background somewhere. Internet. If you do not recut this season with Deadpool... Somewhere. I don't even need a big part. I just need him, like, wandering around in the background, just kind of looking around and like, oh, okay, cool. I'd be fine with that. That'd be fine. That's a podcast we should do. We should just watch Deadpool and talk to uh, talk along and with talk it. about it. Yeah, I yeah. can do that. Yeah, the movie was delightful. Oh, it's so much fun. It's so glorious. Um, so uh, overall, for this episode, I think uh, I think it was a good table setting episode. Um, well, I don't think any of the episodes so far this season. I mean, we've only had three, but none of them are a bit bad. It's no. all just shit's happening. Things are moving forward. It's it's nice to feel that forward momentum. Right. In most storylines. I would argue we're really not moving anywhere with Danny, but hers has always been slow as molasses. I refer you back to season two, where it was just kind of like, can we get to where we're fucking going? Yeah. Uh, I think the only frustrating part for me right now is I just want to have an inkling of an idea of what the fuck Brand's point is. I think in that the door episode will hopefully we'll kind of get there. Yeah. Cuz yeah, it's a brand learns a great deal about what. And what does he got to do with that knowledge? I don't know. Well, they said they're not going to he's not staying up there. He's not staying up north. He is eventually going to come back south. Right. I mean, that's the way they made it seem. So, I don't know, are they part Well, here's the other thing. Is he getting some knowledge about the Night's King as well? Could be. That would be interesting. Because if he can go back, because, I mean, none of the stuff he's been looking at so far is part of his past, but part of other people's past. Mm -hmm. So if we can go back and see what the deal with the Night's King was and what, like, the deal was there. Yeah, right there. I know, it's chilling. He can bring that knowledge to the forthcoming battle because that's the Night's King, isn't it? Right. I think we've established that the one guy from uh, the Hard Home episode with the icy crown thing on his head is the Night's King. Yeah, I think they said that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I think I would also. I'm also interested to see if we ever get any kind of resolution to Benjen Stark? I don't know. Or if it's just he was out there and he died. I would imagine we would have to, right? I mean, if uh, John, because John had a pretty tight connection with Benjen, right? Yeah. If John is the one leading the wildlings, I would imagine that seeing his uncle as a white walker would be very affecting. So true, you know, it could be something like that. I, I don't think they would leave something like that hanging necessarily. You did see Lost, right? Yeah, but this isn't written by the guys that wrote Lost. I did see Lost. <laughs> I'm what you would call a Lost apologist. <laughs> so, no, I, I don't think you leave uh, Benjen hanging. I don't think you do that. And if they do, it's fucking stupid. <coughs> Excuse me. But, uh, same thing with Braun. Okay. We are three episodes 
into this season. I mean, we've only been at Dorne for maybe like three minutes so far, though. But presumably he would have returned with Jamie. I thought he got married to somebody out there. And he was hanging out. I don't know. I don't remember. But as long as he's okay. I, I need more Give Bron. me the webisodes with Bronn just hanging out in fucking Dorne. Just eating and drinking and fucking. That's all I need. That's all I need. Five minutes a week. I, that's all I want. That's <laughs> all I want out of life. Just show me that those mini-sodes. And all will be well. Though I do like that they made reference to uh, the uh, women overthrowing House, uh, oh, what was it, Martell down in Dorne? It's not Martell, is it? Mar- yeah. No. No, wait. I thought the Tyrells. The Tyrells are in Highgarden. Right. So Martell. Is Dorne. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Like, they're just like, oh, yeah, they're overthrown. It's like, oh, okay, cool. Okay, okay, I don't give a fuck. I'm a little... I mean, I think it's funny. I thought that scene was funny when they all got up and left. But I wanted them to discuss that. I actually wanted to hear kind of what... But that's just part of pushing Cersei closer and closer to that cliff. And when she falls over that cliff... My girl's going bird it down crazy, and she's going to score me some mad points in my fantasy league. How pissed will you be if she goes down without killing anyone? I'll be really upset. <laughs> that was my number one pick, man. <laughs> and she's not serving me very well thus far. I would have chosen Brienne, but she was already selected. Well, you also weren't picking. I wasn't. Because I forgot when the draft was. So <laughs> I am working with not a horrible team. I've got a decent, decent team. You know, I've got Cersei on there. I've got, um, I do have the Hound. Wildlings are my special teams. I've got uh, the Queen of Thorns. I had Roos, but Roos is dead. But at least he went out well, so I got some points for that. And I've got some of the random people on there. It's not the best, but it'll do. It'll Who's winning right. the league? You know, I don't know if it's Fantastic Steve, but I'm not in last place anymore after uh, last episode, so I was stoked about that. We'll see where I stand this one, because some of my folks got some uh, good digs in, so we'll we'll see. We'll see where we're at. How does this league work? Are there actual rules, or is there just some faceless monster who's determining points? There is a faceless monster who writes reviews or write-ups of each episode. Yeah. And runs it down and awards points. Uh, it's somebody on the Vulture? Vulture.com, maybe? I'd have to check out the links. But it's uh, on Fantasizer. Fantasizer.com and Fantasizer is spelled weird. But if you type in Game of Thrones Season 6 Fantasy League, I can't imagine there's many of those out there. So, and it's just a little, you know, whatever. We're not playing for any money or anything, but it's just... Right. Yeah, shits and giggles. Bragging rights, so... Well, House Lombard, uh, Lady Molinero of the House Lombard has had some poor showings, but uh, she'll come back with a vengeance. Really putting all your eggs in the one basket with Cersei, huh? Kind of. <laughs> kind of. Now, I've got some other folks, and the Hound's going to come back, too, so I expect I'll get some pretty solid points for that. I'd be really mad if that doesn't happen this season. Though I think they've said they've seen that actor on set, so... Spoilers, sorry. Not spoilers this whole fucking podcast. When we post it, we'll say that they're spoilers, obviously. 
I think if you're discussing Game of Thrones, that's just kind of implied. Really, like when we get find when we do get this up on iTunes, so that you can download it. Um, we should just have a picture of a car with a really obnoxious spoiler on it. And no one will download it because they're gonna think it's a stupid car body. <laughs> like, wow, what an ugly spoiler! Swipe. What if it's a convertible? And we Photoshop the hound and Arya into the car. Oh, they have to have sunglasses on. Yes. And they have to be driving off of a rainbow. <laughs> Otherwise, I want no part of it. <laughs> I feel like we could probably make that happen. We could probably make it happen, yes. Yes, we probably could. <laughs> All right, so we're running uh, almost close to 50 minutes, and I'm sure you people are getting sick of listening to us. So, uh... Yes, we are eager to see what what lies in the future, as I'm sure most everybody watching is. I haven't felt like... Because, you know, some Game of Thrones episodes you watch and you're like, you gave me nothing. I think at least with these first couple episodes, we're getting something. Yeah. Not everything you want, because obviously you can't do that, but we're getting something, which I appreciate. So... Uh, next week, uh, programming might be a little bit different. We are out of town, so we will... I mean, these aren't even posted yet, so God only knows. <laughs> I know, right? Like, we oh, promise people, we will... People are sitting here wrapped with, I, holy shit, when's the next episode if, coming if, out? If you are listening, I want you to know that we are... A lot of the problem here is that we are trying to figure out exactly how to get this all to work. Yes. And part of what's driving me nuts is... Uh, for actual earning of money, I actually am a web programmer. Yes. And uh, people such as professional wrestlers have figured out how to get podcasting to work. Ooh, you almost name-dropped somebody there. And they would have they, they found you, and they would have elbow-dropped you, and your head would have exploded. Yeah, but I would have had too much fun. I mean, it would have been pretty rad, and I wouldn't have stopped them. Would he come here? That'd be pretty cool. Or would he have waited to find me downtown? I mean, you go downtown every day, so he probably would have found you downtown, I would expect. Probably. Probably. Yeah. But then you wouldn't get to meet him. Oh, no, we'd have to lure him out to the house. We'd have to lure him to the house. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We'll yeah. figure that out. <laughs> but anyways, so <clears throat> this, is, this is why if you just suddenly see, like, four episodes of this podcast appear... We're going to try to figure it out this week, see if we can't get these posted, because obviously... Not everyone is a weirdo like me and listens to entire back catalogs of podcasts. You want this stuff fairly up to the minute when you're watching. Uh, I mean, the, the upside episodes. is that if you discover it, you'll have a couple episodes. You, you have some back catalog, exactly. See? As long there as we get it up during this season, I think we'll be okay. Yes. We'll try and figure that out this week. But uh, next week, we will be recording probably Monday night or more likely Tuesday night. Uh, regarding the next episode, so yeah, probably Tuesday. Tuesday probably make more sense because I know you're driving all day Monday. Yeah. So we will uh, figure that out. We'll watch all this shit happen next week. It'll so much. Like, ah. You gotta wait for me. I'm totally not waiting for you. But you gotta wait for me. You can watch it out there. They have HBO. Yeah, our HBO. Hey, so there you go. You gotta watch it. <laughs> That'll make it legal if you're watching it. It's true. There you go. There we go. Though HBO doesn't give a shit about people sharing the passwords. No, they don't. They do not care. They care about you illegally downloading the stuff. That they don't appreciate. Yes. 
Don't we've gone on and rambled for an extra like seven minutes, so we won't keep about you guys nothing. about absolutely nothing. <laughs> it's like an episode of chat talk up in here. So, um, obviously, go check out confangershark.com. Uh, we will someday get some blogs going going up there. We also have uh, such other lovely video casts as Chat Talk. We have Call the Damn Match. Uh, Conspiracy Bros, and then uh, I believe Cardboard Robots is up there. These random, like, five-hour conversations that only maniacs will listen to. But, uh, hey, maybe you're a maniac, or maybe you're a little lonely, and you need, you need some, you know, some crazy people bitching about Pokemon for, like, two straight hours. Very, very drunk. I mean, <laughs> where you can't find that content anywhere else. <laughs> so also if you'd like to follow me on twitter i am at lady near the lake uh most active monday evenings and what do you like checking like you know like twitter handle no i know you know your twitter you handle monster. i'm questioning whether i know my twitter handle. yes we did have a whole discussion about that last week didn't we <laughs> i'm very active monday nights and certain sunday evenings i try not to tweet during game of thrones because one i'm usually very wrapped with paying attention and I don't like to read spoilers because usually we're watching just a little bit behind. And uh, Bob, what is your Twitter handle? Hmm. My Twitter handle is at the New Time Lords. Yeah, I knew it. Uh, my name though is Sir Darkroom Knight. That's the argument that we got into last episode, right? Because you kept calling me the New Time Lord. The New Time. Well, Lord. I was mocking all of the names you were calling yourself because I'm a monster. Well, I I am the Darkroom Knight. Are you? Yes. I have a mug that has that on it. No, you don't. Do you really? It's, it was lost, but I did get one. Corey can attest to this. Uh, Yes, because if there's one uh, memory that I expect to be sound. We have video. (laughs) Oh, 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 there's video now, folks. There is video of my knighting ceremony. Or wait, was that my lording ceremony? Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) If you drink a lot in college, sometimes people will give you things for drinking this so much. This is a Conspiracy Bros episode, <laughs> if I have ever heard one. we got to get uh, Adam and Matt on this shit, so yeah. But this this ending has also gone on entirely too long. These yeah. plugs have Can been we, completely, can, completely hijacked. It we, is late on Sunday and we have to work tomorrow. So with so, that... all you out there in listener land, you have yourselves a... Lovely rest of Sunday, and we will see you next week beyond the Red Waste. We are still thinking of changing the name. Deuces. This has been a Confanger Shark production.